News Talk 1110-993-WBT. Pete Callender here. And uh, the phone number is 704-570-1110, 1-800-WBT-1110. Email is pete at thepetecallendershow.com. Uh, all right, so where do I want to start here? It's all, uh, I got a lot of energy stuff um, that I have accumulated over the last few weeks. So I guess just as a as a launch point, I will I will note that California was able to avert the rolling blackouts, as far as I know, last night. I was watching on the Twitter machine as people were posting about how uh, this would likely become a reality, and they were giving out all of the warnings, and oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you're going to have to turn off your air conditioning, and please, please just put it at, you know, 78 degrees, and please don't charge your car overnight, because nobody charges their electric car overnight. I mean, that's just crazy. Um. And uh, so I do wonder, by the way, what happens when everybody gets onto the electric cars and gets onto the grid and then the grid can't support all of the charging of the electric cars. Because uh, remember California a couple days ago passed a, uh, a ban. They were like, come 2035, no more gas-fired cars. And everybody's worried because California is such a big state, which, by the way, is it a time we broke up California? I'm thinking Yes. You don't need to be that big of a state. I'm not even talking population-wise. I'm just saying landmass. Land, from a from a landmass perspective, you should not get the whole left coast, or you know most of it. You shouldn't get all of that. I mean, we got. I mean, how many states are on our coast? Like thirteen, right? How come? Or twelve? Uh, yeah, I mean, because what? Rhode Island or yeah, or Maine or New? Well, no, New Hampshire. All right, look, I'm an American. I do not need to know geography. It's my birthright, okay? All right, so uh, California just seems like a very big state, just very long, and I think it could be broken up. But that's a different topic for a different day. But they uh, they said, hey, we want uh, all the cars to be electric. Uh, we want it by 2035, and that's going to make everybody else, else follow suit, kind of like Texas with school textbooks. You know, they buy so many textbooks that kind of it drives the market. So... I was kind of curious how they're going to be able to pull this off if they don't have a grid that supports their electricity needs now. This is national security type stuff. I've, I've been saying this for years. Uh, I've talked with, I, I, am, I am friends with Dr. Bill Forstian, the, uh, the author of the book, One Second After. And when I read that thing and uh, would talk with him over the years about this very thing, protecting the energy grid it is national security from an EMP. And that, that's not even necessarily from an attack, as he wrote about in his book. It could be from solar flares, folks. Right? Something like that can happen. You get sun activity, which, by the way, this is a different topic I'm not going to get into, but I do believe the sun is trying to kill us. Okay? I just want that out there. Uh, because a lot of people may not even be aware of the threat that the sun poses to us. The sun is trying to kill us. The evidence... It grows by the day. What with the global warming, the skin cancer, the solar flares, I think it's pretty obvious what's going on, right? Okay. Have you seen the size of that thing, too? It's bigger than California. Okay. So anyway, you've got this energy crisis that's looming in California. I think it's going to get worse, but I don't know. But that's not even, I mean, yes, the, heat, the, the, the severe heat's going to probably lead to a lot of people uh, or some people dying. I don't know how many, but it, it very well could happen. That's not even the big concern for me. The big concern for me is wintertime, is what's going to happen when the energy crunch comes in the wintertime. Because cold will kill you real fast. And if you're in California, 
you got all that coastline. You can get into the water, right? You, you can get out to the water. I don't know how many sharks they got out there. But you can get out into the water and, and take a dip and, and stay cool. You got some breezes and that sort of thing that fan the, the wildfires, which probably start by the sun. Just throw that out there. But the real concern is going to be wintertime. Winter is coming. You've got people right now in America that are behind on their energy bills. There's a story out of Bloomberg the other day. A tsunami of shutoffs. 20 million U.S. homes are behind on their energy bills right now. That's just right now. Households, 20 million households, about one in six American homes have fallen behind on utility bills. According to the National Energy Assistance Directors Association, or NIATA, the worst crisis the group has ever documented. Underpinning those numbers is a blistering surge in electricity prices propelled by the soaring cost of natural gas. It's even worse in Europe. I've got a couple stories I've been uh, pulling over the last couple of weeks on Europe. And that and now with Russia's move, shutting off the, uh, what, what did Karine Jean-Pierre call it, the Nordstrom pipeline? Um, hello, privilege. Um it's the Nord Stream pipeline. Yeah, that, because they're look, they're, they they need the they need the money to fund their war effort. This is why we slap the sanctions on them. Now they can't get the money to fund their war machine. So what are they doing? They're going to go to North Korea. They shut off the gas, and they're going to go to North Korea to buy weapons. Right. This this is how larger conflicts arise out of smaller ones. The average price consumers pay for electricity surged 15% in July from a year earlier. That is the biggest 12-month increase in almost 20 years since 2006. Regulation of electricity rates makes it hard for providers to immediately pass on higher fuel costs, so the recent hikes may be just the beginning. Bloomberg goes on to report in Japan and Thailand, electricity bills are surging as the countries grapple with expensive fuel costs that have been made worse by their slumping currencies. Pakistan, sorry, Pakistan and Bangladesh, falling short in the global competition for costly fuel, have suffered from rolling blackouts and increasing power bills. U.S. households owe about $16 billion in late energy bills. That is twice as much as it was before the pandemic began. The average balance owed has now climbed 97%. The average balance owed is just under $800 per home. That is not affordable. About 80% of U.S. utility customers who experience a shutoff will have service restored in a couple of days, but the 20%, the rest, may be closer to eviction or on the verge of homelessness. That again from Bloomberg. This from The Blaze, Paul Saka. He writes, energy prices are soaring in Europe because of inflation and the repercussions of the invasion of Ukraine by Russia. There are numerous warning signs that Europe could face a crippling energy crisis this winter. Annual inflation rates up 9.8%. Gazprom, the Russian government-owned energy behemoth, has shut down a critical natural gas pipeline to Europe. They switched off the Nord Stream 1 pipeline to perform urgent maintenance work. Yeah, maintenance work. 
There are concerns that Russia may may hold Europe hostage. Do you, you think so? Really? Maybe? They may hold Europe hostage with the pipeline over the winter. Before the Russian invasion of Ukraine, Russia supplied more than one-third of Germany's gas supplies. Europe is already burdened with the record high energy prices. The lack of oil and gas has forced European nations to increase their dependency on coal, which is dirtier, right, than natural gas. So all of your climate change stuff that you were, you know, you're trying to save Gaia Earth. See, look, again, all of these things that you did, greenies, you watermelons, I call them watermelons, green on the outside, red on the inside, right, politically, um, that you, you did all of these things to reduce the emissions and all that, and you so you don't want coal. Coal's dirty, so get rid of the coal. And so, but then you went after natural gas too. Now we can't do the natural gas, so now they got to revert to coal. And so, in your effort to save Gaia Earth, you're completely ignoring the menacing threat of the sun. If you just focus your effort on the sun, I think we could take it out. Problem solved. No more global warming. Just think about it. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. During the dog days of summer, got to keep your house cool, right? Out west in Colorado, last week, there's a power company, I guess, XL. E, it's just, it's spelled capital letter X, C-E-L, XL. Um, because they're just, it's, they're such a nimble company, such a nimble utility. They don't even have time to put the E in front of XL. So they advised all the customers, hey, uh, got some problems with the energy grid here in Colorado. So, um, you know what? We're not even just going to ask you to turn your AC up or down. What's the deal with that? What do you say? Do you, do you turn your AC up or down? Right? Like, if you want it to be cooler, do you turn it up? As in more power? Or do you turn it down? As in... Reduce the temperature. Huh? This is see, this is like the gloves on, gloves off thing. Oh, the gloves are off. Or you're gonna lace up the gloves. Either way, you're still you're talking about the same thing. You're fighting somebody, right? Same thing with the Anyway, so in Colorado, they just went ahead and started changing people's thermostats for them. <laughs> they just they locked them. Excel. Uh yeah, they said, hey, uh, it's hot. We need to conserve energy, so we're going to set your uh, your thermostat to a, a certain level. And uh, then homeowners are like, oh, my gosh, it's so hot in here. And then they try to turn their thermostats down, and uh, they have no control over them. A message on the thermostat stated that the, te- the temperature was locked due to an energy emergency. They were unable to override it. 22,000 customers who had signed up for the Colorado AC Rewards Program found they were locked out of their smart thermostats for several hours on Tuesday. Quote, it's a voluntary program. Let's remember that this is something that customers choose to be a part of based on the incentives. That's Emmett Romine or Romini, Romini, whatever. Emmett, uh, the vice president of customer solutions and innovation at Excel. You're going to love these titles. Customer solutions and innovation. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, because when I call the power company, that's usually, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting solutions and innovation, right? <clears throat> anyway, 
Customers receive a $100 credit for enrolling in the program and then $25 annually. What a deal! You get $100 up front and then $25 per year, so $2 a month you get. And in exchange, we will lock your thermostat at 85 degrees during a heat wave. What a deal! In a related story, nobody is a member of the Colorado AC Rewards Program anymore. <laughs> Good Lord. Customers also agree to give up some control to save energy and money and make the system more reliable. Quote, so it helps everybody for people to participate in these programs. Yeah, totally. Helps everyone, right? It is a bit uncomfortable for a short period of time, but it's very, very helpful. It's like wearing a mask, if you will. It's during a pandemic, and so if everybody just, you know, we're all in this together, if we all just work together. It's the first time in the program's six-year span that customers could not override their smart thermostats. The energy emergency was due to an unexpected outage in Pueblo combined with hot weather and heavy air conditioner usage. The problem is energy generation or a lack thereof. Um, the lack of oil and gas in Europe has forced nations to increase their dependency on coal. And right now, it's one thing. Wintertime, it's going to be way worse. The water levels, by the way, in the Rhine River right now, it's, they're down. they got summer heat waves going on, so the, the water level has gone down. And that has reduced domestic shipping. Because the water level's too low, and you can't, ri- you can't uh, run the boats through the Rhine River. And that means they got uh, some uh, coal stocks, but they, they can't deliver them. And that means the stocks fall, not like, the, I mean, like the, the supply of coal, right? So they can't get it to where it needs to go. Over in uh, Finland, Sweden, they announced uh, that they plan to offer billions of dollars to energy companies to prevent them from ending up in technical bankruptcy. The rapid rise in electricity prices has resulted in paper losses on electricity futures contracts of energy firms, forcing them to find funds to post additional collateral with the exchanges. That according to Reuters. Uh, Paul Saka at The Blaze talks about here uh, in his article at TheBlaze.com, businesses face bankruptcy over energy costs as well. British factories said nearly half of all manufacturers in the country have seen electricity bills skyrocket more than 100%. A hundred percent in the past year. Threatening to put six in ten British manufacturers out of business. Sky-high energy prices are severely curtailing production. From tomatoes in both Denmark and Sweden, multiple European aluminum smelters. They've drastically cut production. Industry insiders say the escalating energy crisis is now threatening to create an extinction event across large swaths of the region's aluminum production. Since July, some of Germany's biggest cities implemented restrictions on warm water, heat, and lighting. Last month, the U.S. Army notified troops they would likely be, uh, there would likely be energy restrictions at the U.S. Army garrison in Ansbach, Germany. They advised service members to, like Jimmy Carter told us to do, put on some extra clothing, minimize your long, hot showers by lowering the temperature, and uh, use cold water instead of hot when you can. 
Civil unrest also on the rise across the globe. Rising food and energy prices are going to make it difficult for governments to manage popular discontent. Autumn and winter in Europe would worsen an already serious energy and cost of living crisis. On Friday, Italians burned their energy bills in front of the town hall in Naples. On Saturday, about 70,000 protesters staged a demonstration in Prague against soaring energy bills and demanded an end to sanctions against Russia over the war in Ukraine. Back to uh, Bloomberg. Check uh, inflation is currently the highest since 1993. The Czech Central Bank forecasts inflation to peak around 20% in the coming months. Protesters condemned the Czech government for supporting sanctions against Russia. The demonstrators also criticized the European Union's plan to cut greenhouse gas emissions and reach climate neutrality. Which, by the way, there's going to this is my fear. There's going to be a lot of pain. Oh, I'm so late for news. Sorry. There's going to be there's going to be a lot of pain, but there may be a benefit. There may be a benefit. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. Pete Callender here. Um, one potential benefit of what we are seeing with the energy crunch going on now and what I expect is going to get even worse in the wintertime, particularly uh, in Europe, but I expect it to be pretty bad here too. Um, it may finally move people off of some of this climate change hysteria, the 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 catastrophic doomsday uh, mentality that is driving people uh, kind of almost literally insane with this stuff. Um, Look, I do not deny climate changes. I I don't deny that. I don't deny that man has an effect. I don't think the juice is worth the squeeze, though. I don't. I, I don't think bankrupting much of the world. I don't think keeping poor countries poor and without energy, um, so we can advance towards like what one degree, not even difference. And by the way, how do you know what is the optimal temperature of the earth? Oh, and also, by the way, do you think that the, the earth doesn't change its climate based on any given thing? Volcanoes erupt, comets hit, you know, the sun trying to kill us. All of these things have an impact. Let me go over here. Actually, this is uh, Spencer. Welcome to the program. Hello, Spencer. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fine. Let me get off the of, uh, speaker here. All right. I appreciate that. Okay. I'm here. Yes, sir. Um, there was a CMP, a CME, coronal mass ejection, mm-hmm. on, on Friday, which was, let me read the thing here. It says, this is no run-of-the-mill event. Uh, many science papers will be studying this event for years to come. Um, the solar orbiter performed a close flyby of Venus and was there to see all the data. And the guy says, I can safely say the September 5th event is one of the largest, if not the largest, solar energy, energy particle storms that we have seen so far since the solar orbiter launched in 2020. Now, that was on the opposite side of the sun, and it is bombarding Venus right now. But that sunspot, AR3088, an active sunspot that uh, caused this coronal mass ejection, is due to rotate 
back around to our side of the sun again in a little more than a week. So we could be, you know. Nicholas Cage in it. We, we, <laughs> if it's big enough, we might be William Forstinate. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, because the uh, those electromagnetic pulses. I mean, the 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 sun wrecks havoc on electronics like uh, these kill, it, yeah, the CMEs. It, it kills everything with a transistor. Mm-hmm. Now, a Volkswagen, uh, a sixty-two Volkswagen, will run fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your older vehicles without the, yeah, without the uh, or well, I, I should say this: you could wrap your vehicles in uh, like a Faraday cage. Just like wrap get a whole bunch of metal uh, screening and, and put it all, uh, just wrap your whole car in it. Wrap them in tinfoil and yeah. ground it. Right, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> which will look, which would look a little weird, but you know, uh, Noah's neighbors thought hat. he looked a little weird too, you know? Yeah, the guys with the tinfoil hats might survive. <laughs> well, I mean, do they got trans? Well, unless they got a metal plate in the head, that's true. So, yeah, so uh, microwaves act as a Faraday cage. Um, so, I mean, and this is this is part of the effort to protect the grids, right? Is yeah. Faraday cages in, in to disperse anything an EMP that comes through? You, you, the idea is to is to uh, uh, block the 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 EMP, the pulse, to block it yeah. and send it someplace else. Look, I'm not a scientist, but I understand that yeah. the concept is it diffuses yeah. it and sends it somewhere else and protects what's underneath the cage. Now, now the big transformers at all these substations. Yeah, that supply our electricity. There are no replacements for them because of the supply chain, or because we forgot how to make them, like idiocracy. No, we we didn't make them. Oh, we we put one there and said, oh, it'll last for you know fifty, sixty years, mm-hmm. and we don't need to worry about that yet. Mm-hmm. Well, yet might be here. Yeah. So, uh, so what are you doing in your uh, final week on Earth, and uh, Spencer? What, what you got planned? Trying to get over COVID. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, well, why bother? COVID. Really? I like, caught, why bother? Yeah. Right? Uh, I, caught, I caught COVID in Europe last week. I'm sorry to hear. Are you doing all right with it? Oh, I'm on the downhill side. My fever broke last night. Oh well, that's good. <laughs> Just in time for the end of the world. All right. Yeah. Good for you, Spencer. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you. Hi, buddy. And uh, on on that ray of sunshine, see there again. Look at this is how the sun. This is how the sun gets you, right? Despite all of the evidence I have provided, Spencer now with a clear and present danger piece of evidence here. Despite all of that, we the sun gets us to say things like, "Oh, the sunny side of the street," or "Oh, little ray of sunshine." We talk in glowing terms. See, you never see it coming. You never see it coming. Like the sun's rays that give you skin cancer. It's trying to kill us, people. Mm-hmm. News Talk 1110, 99.3 WBT. Let me go over here to JJ. Get him on the program. Hello, JJ. Welcome to the show. How are you? Yes. Yeah. Hey. Hi, uh, Brett. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, thank you. I just, I'm, I'm on my car phone here. Um, yeah, I just wanted to tell everyone to watch a documentary called Unacknowledged. It's by uh, Dr. Stephen Greer. Okay. Um, the premises of it, or part of it, is 
overwhelming evidence that the technology for free energy exists and that it has been suppressed. Is this Tesla? This is Tesla's only a drop in the bucket. Yes, Tesla was, but and it goes back to even before uh, Tesla. But yes, Tesla invented. He came up with the idea for free energy. He's talked about. He's famous, but they suppressed his work. They never followed up. They didn't do anything about it. You know, his his work has been suppressed because the powers that be control this world. So, all right, hang on. All right, money. so okay. all right, so hang on, JJ. Um, so I've not heard of this unacknowledged uh, documentary, but I am intrigued by the idea that because uh, I've heard about this with Tesla. Uh, I think I was first uh, informed about this work with the Assassin's Creed game, maybe. Anyway, um, th- but the uh, uh, this idea that there's all this energy out there and we can just tap it. Here's my question. Is Tesla the only person that's ever been able to come up with this idea? No. <laughs> A lot of people have. Okay, so why hasn't anybody else ever kind of done something with it? Be, yes, because the the patent offices, the patent office is will will not, um, you know, give patents to these things. And well, but you can make your own, right? Yeah, As I understand I, it, right? I, I suppose, and, yeah. Okay, and so like you've seen it, so I don't know the tech side of it. I'm not a scientist or anything. And I didn't yeah. didn't I uh, did not do well in science class at all. So, uh, but it's my it's my understanding that the the concept is there's and I've also heard something similar about like the moon. There's all of this uh, kind of energy that's all on the surface of the moon, and we could tap it and 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 get it down here with space elevator or whatever. Anyway, my it, my understanding is that there's all this energy in the air all around us, and all we have to do is just kind of reach out and and grab it basically and harness it somehow. Well, why couldn't everybody just why couldn't somebody do that like a home brew kind of uh, Tesla generator? Well, I mean, I could imagine somebody could secretively do that. But, yeah, you know, um, you know, considering that um, you know our our lives are highly monitored and spied on. Right, but you know, somebody these things are these but, things are swept under the rug. Okay, right, right, but but JJ, I'm asking what we can do. I understand the the desire to go to the controlling forces that are preventing us from solving all the problems. And you know me, I'm all about solutions, but uh to me it sounds like we could if if people smarter than I that that know this technology exists and they've been able to do it, why then hasn't it gotten out sort of like the anarchist cookbook? How how is it that people haven't done these things, told their neighbors, hey, you could do this, it's, you get all your power for free, right? Like, why Why are there no examples of that? Well, again, watch the documentary unacknowledged. Everyone watch this documentary. You know, I mean, it's not like everyone, I mean, I sure couldn't, you know, uh, come up with some kind of, you know, I'm not that, you, you have to, sure. you know, there's, there is technology, there's something very, very complicated about, inventing something like that. I mean, there's a lot of work, it's a lot of money, it's a lot of time and investment. And again, these things, when when gathering this information, if someone's, you know, I'm just putting myself in the shoes of someone that's, you know, can able to, able to do something like that, you know, they're drawing attention to themselves by the things that they're pursuing through purchases or 
or, or the means that they gather to create this technology. And, and that, you know, again, that raises flags. 3D um, printing. I, I, 3D printing. It, it, it takes, yeah, it's just very, I mean, not everybody's sitting around. There's probably only a few people on this planet that, you know, have the mindset, the ability and the, to, you know, to, um, to invent these things. And they have been, again, you know, they have been invented. Um, over that's what, and over and over. Right, but that's what yeah. I mean. That like the 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 fact that it was invented, people know that this this stuff exists. S- some people, I have to think, I mean, somebody like you or me, but with more you know sciency brain power or whatever, that was like, I can totally do this. Why wouldn't they have created their own homebrew kit by now and uh, you know put it out on the internet and been like, hey everybody, this is what I did. Here's my YouTube video. Subscribe, mash the like button. You know. JJ, I do appreciate the call. I wrote down the name of it unacknowledged. I'll check it out, but uh, I, I do tend to steer clear of the, you know, they're out to control everything we do. I, like that, that part of the story, I might not buy into.